Hey there, everybody. Happy Halloween. We hope you're having a great holiday. You caught us on a very special Arnie's camping trip. We just decided there was simply no other way we could celebrate Halloween this year than to go camping and tell some ghost stories. And speaking of camping, I think I see Keith over there collecting some wood to get our fire going. Keith, how you doing? I'm doing good, just grabbing some sticks, grabbing some more wood. I'm going to try to make this thing a bonfire. All right, well, I'll leave you to it to keep that fire going. And I think I see Matt's got some marshmallows and some twigs. How you doing, Matt? It's going pretty good. Unfortunately, it's only one twig. That's all I could manage to find in the forest. So just going to squeeze as many marshmallows onto this stick as I can. Well, I hope you didn't find a flimsy stick because it might get too heavy and then your marshmallows are going to end up in the fire. Well, we'll see. Well, everybody, like I mentioned, we wanted to celebrate the Halloween holiday with you guys, so we figured we'd put out just a really quick, short and sweet bonus episode today. And on that note, let's all gather in close around this fire. And Keith, why don't you start us off, tell us a ghost story. All right, this one is called Scary Strangers. Wendy, who lives in Southern California, had a disturbing experience during a camping trip outside of Moab, Utah with a friend. As they set up camp, the pair opted not to use a tent fly so they could better enjoy the breeze and the warm temperatures. That night, mysterious footsteps crunched outside their tent. Wendy's friend slept through it, but she remained wide awake and very afraid. They were out in the middle of nowhere after all, and they hadn't heard a vehicle approach. So who, or what, was out there? I don't know. (laughs) Wendy will never know, since she was understandably too terrified to open my eyes or give any indication I was awake. We could be seen through the mesh windows. I lay there, sweating and scared to move as the footsteps circled our tent. Eventually, they went away. No motor, no other sound. The next morning... After she told her friend what had happened, they looked outside and found large boot prints surrounding the tent, but still no evidence of anybody walking or driving up to the site. Bum bum bum! What happened? Oh man, that sucks because we're sleeping in tents tonight. I don't know if I'm going to be able to go to bed after that. My marshmallow stick just broke. Well Keith, thank you so much for making sure I won't get any sleep in my tent tonight. And I think it's my turn. And I found a classic story that I've heard many times told around campfires. This is called, Aren't You Glad You Didn't Turn On The Lights? There were once these two roommates who shared a film study class together. One of them, we'll call her Becca, was very studious and always studying and preparing for her classes. She had no interest in partying or anything like that, and she spent most of her time tucked away in the library. The other, Julie, was all about the parties. She was very active in her sorority and never missed an event. When Julie went out, she usually stayed away the entire night and returned to the dorm room in the mornings. Midterms had just come around on campus, and Becca was stressed out of her mind. She had three major tests coming up, including the shared film lecture final with Julie. As was typical, Julie was focused on the final parties of the semester. She had just been asked to go to a party with the guy she had been crushing on, and she couldn't have been more excited. 
The party happened to be the night before their film lecture final, and Becca was ready to study. She figured since they had the class together, her and Julie might as well study together too. She begged Julie to come to the library with her, but Julie refused and said Becca should come to the party with her instead. She figured since Becca had been so stressed out during this time of year, it'd be good for her to take a night off and let loose for an evening. Becca would hear none of it and refused once again, and she went to the library by herself. She studied late into the night and eventually returned to their dorm room. In the dark of their room, Becca saw Julie slumped in her bed asleep. Without turning on the lights, Becca got ready for bed and was eventually sound asleep herself. She awoke the next morning to a horror scene. Laid in bed across the room from her was Julie's body. And not only was she not asleep, she was also very dead. Her blood was strewn across the room and there was a message written in the wall above Julie's body. It read, aren't you glad you didn't turn on the lights? Damn. That is scary. I'll eat a dirty marshmallow for her. I gotta say, Keith, you did a great job on this fire. I'm getting a little toasty over here. Oh, thank you. I tried. Good. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Yeah, I got kind of an interesting one that I stumbled upon. Uh, I was just randomly online yesterday, and I stumbled upon this weird, like, 70s nostalgia forum. And there was this kind of local slash just television in general bracket, just people asking about TV shows when they were kids. And I kind of found this weird back and forth that some people had about this show that they used to watch, I guess, in the early 70s called Candle Cove. Do you guys have you guys heard about this? Nope. No, I don't even know what Candle Cove is. I hadn't heard of it either, but sounds like these people had had a pretty interesting relationship with it. So I'll go ahead and take you through some of their conversations. And this is a show? Apparently. Like Candle Cove is a show? Yeah, like a kid's TV show. A kid's TV show. Oh, okay. So here we go. I got this transcripts here, so let's just let it wash over you guys. Hey, I don't know if this is the place to put this, but I figured why not. Am I the only one who remembers this TV show? I think it was called Candle Cove, and it would have been on when I was like six or seven. I can't find any info about it online, so I'm assuming this was a local production. I don't don't even know if that's a thing. It would have been on around 1971 or 1972. I lived in Marshfield at the time. I don't know which channel it was on, but it was weird because it wasn't like a Saturday morning cartoon or anything like that. It was like on at really random times during the week, maybe like 5 p.m., I want to say. Hey, yeah, that actually sounds really familiar to me. I grew up near Marshfield and would have been 10 in 72. Candle Cove. Hmm. Pirate-themed, right? I remember this pirate marionette at the opening of a cave talking to like a little kid or something. That's what's coming to mind. Yes. Okay, so I'm not alone here. Pirate Percy. I think that was the marionette you're talking about. I was always kind of freaked out by him. Sort of looked like he was made up of parts from other dolls. Real cheap, regardless. His head was this old-school porcelain baby doll. Looked like some antique that didn't really match the rest of his body. But yeah, I can't remember what station this was either. Like you said, must have been something local. Hey, I haven't seen any activity on this thread in a while, so sorry to jump in late, but I know what show you're talking about. I was a bit older around then, and I'm pretty sure Candle Cove only ran for a month or two in 1971. 
I was 12, and I always watch it with my brother. It was channel 59, but I, again, I'm not sure what station that was. I just remember the channel. My dad would let us switch to it right after the news. Here's what I can recall. So, Candle Cove wasn't just the title. It was also the setting. The kid you mentioned was this little girl who, I guess, imagined herself to be friends with all these pirates. The ship was called the Laughing Stock, and Pirate Percy always got made fun of by the other pirates for not being a very good pirate, because I guess he got scared too easily. The music for the show was also just a real eerie series of high-pitched whistles that was constantly playing. I can't remember the girl's name, Janice or Julie or something like that, probably Janice. Wow, thank you. You just made all these memories flood back with everything you just mentioned. The laughing stock in Channel 59. Now I'm starting to remember the bow of the ship, too. It was this huge, wooden, smiling face with the lower jaw submerged. It looked like it was swallowing the sea as it moved. And it had that awful, slow drawl of a voice and laugh. Yeah, yeah, I remember what you're talking about, too. What about this? Remember the line? You have to go inside. Jesus, man. I got chills reading that. I do remember, though. Wish I didn't. I think that's what the ship would say to Pirate Percy when there was some scary place he had to go to. Like a dark cave or a room where the treasure was. And the camera would always slowly zoom in on Laughing Stock's face with each word. You have to go inside. Definitely even more creepy since his two eyes were looking in different fucking directions. And don't get me started on that flopping foam jaw. Looked like they had to use fishing line or, I don't know, something to keep it open and closed. Damn, it, it just looks so cheap but somehow miserable at the same time. What about the villain, though? Do y'all remember that? His whole face was just a handlebar mustache above really tall, yellow, narrow teeth. Hold on, I, th I honestly thought the villain was Pirate Percy. Granted, I was a kid when this was on, so who the hell knows. Not our hero, Pirate Percy. I know, a twist. But regardless, remembering this is going to give me nightmares. Now hold on though, the puppet with the mustache wasn't the villain. That was the sidekick, Horace Horrible. He also had a monocle, but it hung right above the mustache. It made him look like he only had one eye. Anyway, the villain was a different marionette, the Skin Taker. Skin Taker? How the hell were we supposed to watch this stuff back then? Yeah, I couldn't even look at the screen when the Skin Taker was on. He would just fall from the top of the screen out of nowhere on his strings. But let me know if I have this right. He was basically just a dingy skeleton wearing a brown top hat and cape. But then there was his glass eyes that were somehow too big for his own skull. And yeah, wasn't the whole thing that his top hat and cape were all sewn up in a crazy pattern? Was that supposed to be children's skin? Yeah, I assume so. I remember his mouth also wouldn't open and close. His jaw would just slide back and forth. The little girl would always say, Why does your mouth move like that? And the skin taker wouldn't look at the girl, actually, but directly into camera and say, TO GRIND YOUR SKIN! <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad that other people are remembering this nightmare fuel of a show. Now that I think about it, I used to have this kind of awful memory, speaking of, like this recurring nightmare where when the intro jingle ended, the show would just fade in from black and all the characters were crammed into the screen, but at the same time, the camera was just cutting to extreme close-ups of each of their faces, and, uh... 
Yeah, and they, and they were just screaming. Like the puppets and marionettes were just flailing spastically without any direction. All of them just screaming without stopping for a breath. The girl was just moaning and sobbing like this was something she couldn't ever get away from. To be honest, I used to wet the bed anytime I had the nightmare. It's kind of embarrassing. No, man, I don't think that was a dream you had. I remember that too. That was an actual episode. No, 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 that can't be right. I'm, like, I'm, st I'm trying to say there was no plot or anything to it. It was literally just them standing in place, sobbing and screaming for the entire show. What was this show? Well, then maybe I'm just manufacturing the memories somehow after you described it, but I swear to fucking God, I can picture exactly what you just said. Like, just the screaming. Yeah, yeah, and the little girl, Janice, she would just shake, and the skin taker would scream through his mashing teeth, his jaw moving so violently and quickly that I thought it was just about to come off its wire hinges. I remember everything you've described. And uh, after that, after that, I turned it off and I told myself I would never watch it again. I sprinted to tell my brother and we honestly couldn't even bring ourselves to turn it on again as a joke. We just didn't have the courage to go back to Candle Cove. Hey guys, I know it's been a while, but figured I'd give one last update here. Um, I just got back from visiting my mom at the nursing home. I asked her about when I was 12 and if she could remember Candle Cove. She laughed at me and said she was surprised I could even remember that. Obviously, I asked why, and she said, Because I always thought it was so odd that you would say, I'm going to go watch Candle Cove now, Mom. And then you would just tune the TV to static and just sit on the floor and watch Dead Air for half an hour. You certainly had a big imagination when it came to your little pirate show. Wow, I have two words that come to mind after hearing that story. Okay, boomer. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. It was a metaphor for the boomer generation. <laughs> Dang, I think I've actually seen that that same thread online before, Matt, but with a different show title, but it always ends with some with a kid watching static TV all creepily. Well, who knows? Maybe Candle Cove isn't the only one. Maybe we have shows from we were kids or the same thing. I mean, like Teletubbies? No way that could be real. What about Hey Arthur? You think that was real? I hope so. I hope so. I have an Arthur doll, so if there's merchandise for it, I, th I think it was oh, real. Oh, shit. That's a, that's a whole other level of <laughs> us being lied to. Whoa. Oh, Breaking Bad, I think, also falls in the same category. You don't think it was real? Because it was so good? No, probably not real. Also, I think seasons three through whatever they're on now of The Walking Dead, probably also fake. In real life, it got canceled after season two. I hope so. That's the best place to end that show. What? What? You serious right now? Dang, these marshmallows are getting to me. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, everybody. Well, our fire's starting to dwindle down the coals. We got to get to bed here because it's getting dark out and the story is creeping me out. So we're going to call it a day. We hope you're having a I great- I didn't set the tent up. My bad. Oh, oh, I guess I'm sleeping on. under the stars then. I guess so. But it's supposed to rain. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can, I'm feeling it. It's coming down. Oh, <laughs> no. All right, everybody. My bad. Well, we hope you enjoyed this little bonus episode. Have a great Halloween. We'll see you back on Tuesday for Solo, a Star Wars story. Ow. Ow. Is that hail? Ow. <laughs> <laughs>